when you take the pebble from my hand, it will be time for you to leave. Ninja, the tea party's over. Are we ready? Let's start with a guitar riff. <laughs> Good evening and welcome to another episode of the Asian Action Cast. I'm your host, Sam. Thanks for joining us. Surrounded by lovely men, Scott. Hello, Echo, Echo, Echo. Echo, Echo. <laughs> Mikey. You forgot his name, didn't you? Yes, and Chris. Hello, I am back after my hiatus. It's been a good couple of months. But now the, the uh, boosting quality has begun. Asian Action Cast, where we watch the worst and best of Hong Kong and Asian action cinema and give you a little piece of our mind and maybe some of our sweat and blood and a kick to the face. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Let, let's Sam, talk about anything else. But why the did you choose this film? Uh, this is Pedicab Driver. This is a Sammo Hung film. And after the last Halloween uh, episodes, we thought we'd go back to a, an, a, an Asian an action film. And I remember seeing a trailer for this film and just watching people get the shit kicked out of them by Sammo Hung. Because I think the last two movies we watched for Halloween, and ironically, we're recording this closer to Halloween than the other two movies, <laughs> while being great film was maybe a bit light on the action. Yes, that's right. This one is... Well, you know what? No, no, wait, wait I'm sorry. I, I, have to, I have to put a video on that. I saw a cat suplex a dog for Halloween. This Fuck movie also you. has a cat. This movie does There's have a, a cat. It's a movie in a row that has a cat. Very, maybe it's a running theme it's this a, year. It's a theme. Oh, my God. 21, Year of the Cat. <laughs> How many movies can we find with a cat in them? Yeah. I think we might have exhausted that. <laughs> That's about it. I think Pedicab Driver over the span of the movie is... There's a lot of really good action scenes in it, but the movie is really long. And there's lots of bits of the movie that aren't action. This is a Hong Kong movie that came out in 1989. Do you want to know the alternate title for it? Oh. The, the alternate title is excellent. Please, please tell me. Peddling into Fury. <laughs> Peddling into Fury. Okay. What's what's the uh, Asian title? Pronounce it. Uh, hang on. You have to give me a sec. Yeah, go on. Right. So, While Scott's so, hearing so, so, oh, I'm calling Rachel. <laughs> so bear in mind that I am very white and very... Uh, I don't have no, the tones, but I've got... Quan Lung Hei Fung. Quan Lung Hei Fung. Driving into fury. Wait, no, pedaling into fury. Mm. And it made about 14 million the Hong Kong box office, I think. That's not bad. How much did it cost? Oh. That's not bad. Cheap as chips. It was filmed at Samo's house. (laughs) (laughs) It did look like it was somebody's house. It was very famous and uh, there was big uh, pillars and stuff in it. Anyway. Describe this movie in a couple of sentences or less or more. Uh, describe this movie in uh, a couple of sentences. I would probably call it uh, peddling into fury. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know, it's about, it's a, uh, what would you call it? The ballad of the pedicab driver, really. I would call it a tragic love story bookended by raging violence. <laughs> <laughs> raging violence. Thumbs up. Love and a pedicab. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I would say this movie is the type of movie you show your girlfriend and she gets all mushy over the love stuff, but you can you can go, oh, when the fight's happening, yeah. 
I don't know if I take my girlfriend to go see a horrific, violent, murdering movie. <laughs> it's like, look at this love, darling. Oh, they get killed <laughs> terribly. She watched Romeo and Juliet, admit it. Yeah. Well, I guess that you go out with a girlfriend and then just go, this is why you shouldn't be a whore. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get dumped and you're a single man. <laughs> and then you have to go to a... Uh, a well, the other translation would be, if you're going to date a whore, buy a gun. <laughs> oh. And we say the word whore because that's how they describe it in this movie. This that's is the 1989s. The 1989s. Yo, so, what do they call them these days? Sex worker. <laughs> I'm actually... I was surprised to see Instagram how... Instagram model. <laughs> How late influencer. <laughs> this movie is actually really late. Like 1989 is quite late, isn't it? Like shit, The Matrix was in the 90s, right? Like early 90s. Um, no. No, Matrix was like 99. Was it 99? <laughs> no. What are you thinking? It of? had a nine in it. Yeah, all right. Sure. Well, 1989. I guess so. Um, well, late, late in terms of what do you mean? Uh, like um, the biggest the other films that we've seen. The mm. biggest movie in 89, if I remember correctly, was Batman. Oh, 1989. With Tim Burton, like Tim Burton's Batman. Yeah, so that's the type. That makes sense. Yeah, okay, okay. That's a pretty violent movie. It is a very Not violent as this one. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, I thought you were talking about this film. This film is um, incredibly violent, especially even for a Sammo Hung film, you know, and uh, I don't think there's any violence against women from Sammo. The first thing he does is like. It's <laughs> <laughs> actually the table's turned because all the girls are smacking Sammo in the face. Yeah. As it should be. <laughs> I quite As like it him. should be. Yeah, because Sam, Samo needs a face. slap. He's got a slappable face. I have a tattoo of Samo slapping somebody on my body because of these movies. That tattoo How needs to be you? slapped. That what? That tattoo needs to be slapped. Don't you dare. It's still healing. <laughs> Touch the tattoo. <laughs> um, it's a party so, game. Play it when you're drunk. So none of you guys had actually seen this film before. No. No, I hadn't. Yeah, I certainly hadn't. Um, which is weird because it's one of those films I would have thought would I would have watched. Because it's got, it's pretty much got every single actor. It's in. Uh, got a lot of, what's the word for it? Not cameos, but... Um, I would say this movie would be the B-list compilation. There's some pretty big names here. The only people I could see that were missing would be Jackie Chan and uh, Yoon Byu. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yoon I mean, Tu's in it. Mang Hoi. Mang Hoi. Billy Chow. Chung Fat. Lam Ching Ying. Billy Lau, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, this might have been when Jackie was over in the States making like um, more Cannibal than Run. No, that was, um, that was early 80s, I'm sure. Oh, okay. 89. Corey Ewan, Dick Way, and Eric Sung. Yeah. It's crazy. Like the actual number of stars that they got in this film is absolutely nuts. I was thinking like we've done a, a fair few movies this calendar year that have had like a, a lot of like a big ensemble cast. So Millionaire's Express, uh, Eastern Condors. Movies like that, it's like, well, a lot of big stars or, you know, second tier stars. It's, it's pretty interesting. Like, when we come to the end of the year and we do our awards for best actor and all that, it's going to be a lot of chopping down. Because it's not like, oh, you can single out one movie and be like, oh, clearly Jackie Chan was a star. If this is like a lot of people in these movies, we're going to have to really think about this. Yeah. You could probably also, like, break it down to dramatic as well. Because, you know, like, Max Mox is in, Max Mock is in this film. And uh, he was in, like, um, that Heavenly Paddle movie that we saw. Heavenly Swords. Uh, Heavenly him. Paddle. Yeah. Well, they're like little ping pong paddles that, in the movie. That's a paddling. Yeah. And he also played um, Afu in Once Upon a Time in China too. And he's a really handsome guy. And I know he's been in martial arts films, but he doesn't really do any martial arts in this film. Interesting juxtaposition that I, or, or you know, next to each other that I just had in my head. Because this is the same 
circa time frame as Jackie's movie, um, The Canton Godfather. Uh, oh, Lady and Mr. Rose. Oh, Lady oh, and Ro- yeah, sorry, yeah. As opposed to the Canton lady sing this song, dude. Uh, dude. No? Yeah, no. Anybody? No? Yeah, not that one. Yeah, so the Canton God- Godfather, because that was around, I think he filmed that around 89 as well. Yeah. And it's set in, you know, the 30s, which is, this is also set in the 30s in, um, you know, sort of gambling type establishments. That's a good point because you, you think they were like competing for the best thirties movie at the same time. I don't. Well, think, do you think? Do you wonder if they go? I can do this better than you. <laughs> I don't think any because I'm thinking about both of the films and I don't think any of those guys actually cross over. You know what I mean? Like oh, some of the you know stuntmen and stuff obviously were for yeah? both of them because that's just how it rolled. Yeah. Okay. There's only so many. That's interesting. I, but, to be fair with you, if I were going to compare both of those movies, like Mr. Canton, Lady Rose, and <laughs> Pedicab Driver, <laughs> I would pick this film. I would definitely pick this film over that as well. Yeah. Because, quite frankly, the fight scenes are significantly better. However, cinematography, I would choose Jackie's movie. Yeah. Because Jackie, that was the movie where he made a point of doing specific different camera shots and angles to show because people were complaining that he only ever does the same stuff. <laughs> So he was making a point of that. But this one, a lot of the shots are quite jarring, especially when some of the early fight scenes felt like the cuts were very sharp and almost painful to watch. And also when they're going along the pedicab, there was a a couple of like... I don't know if they were like trying to run along with a camera with it or something or they didn't have a quite, you know, a smooth... It's like Jason Bourne. Yeah. They were always sped up. That's yeah, and he actually sped it up for yeah. I I don't usually see that very often in no. Samo's movies, but he definitely sped. Well, if you cycle that fast over those cobblestone paths, you're going to yeah, get a bump, whiplash bump, bump, or bump. something. Yeah. Well, I feel like this movie got better as it went on. Like it's like Mike said, at the start it was a bit weird, and, and there was some shots at the end towards the end, like where he's poke, trying to poke him in the eye, and you see like the fingers coming, and some overhead shots. It's like, oh, look, it gets better as the film goes on. I think this film um, benefited benefited a lot from the speed up. Um, I think it, it, it made the fights more impactful, but it also like I think that if it hadn't sped it up, you would have seen it. Would have, I think it would have went a lot slower. <laughs> that sentence in itself doesn't make sense. If it wasn't well, faster, it would be slow. If it wasn't faster, it would be yeah. slow. No, he's right because like it, it makes it, perfect sense. It was a fairly. It felt like I'm a long drunk. film. You're drunk, but um, yeah. I and I, I I felt he did it more at the start. Um, when he's when they're in the you know the big first scene when he's flipping on the tables and stuff definitely sped up there through that scene and shots but towards the end in the the more main fight scene towards the end it was only like a couple of shots that he'd sped the rest were fairly the fight scenes were pretty uh, consistent just impactful ones but with with those jarring cuts as well No Donnie Yen, like, super sped-up fight scenes. <laughs> no, nah, nothing like that. I think the editing room floor would have been a lot of, um, hit him, he falls down, folds into a pretzel, cut, moves <laughs> the next shot. I think the editing floor was hit him, oh, actually hit him for real. Oh, can we use that? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Some live shots getting fired here, I think. It almost felt like he was, at the start, because it was so inconsistent where he was and wasn't speeding up, it almost felt like he was trying to cover for the shot that just didn't pan out quite right in mm. the timing of everything. So just like, oh, just... Maybe a little bit faster, tweak it. Somewhere in a cutting room floor, there's another completely different Samo Hung film. <laughs> Could so what, be. what I thought we'd do is, um, rather than kind of go through the whole plot bit by bit, is kind of talk about this in through the lens of Samo films 
that we've seen <laughs> and and what's different and what's the same. So Samo, Samo plays not a bumbling fat guy. He does play a fat guy though. <laughs> his name, his his name, is, name fatty. is Fatty. Yeah, his name is Fatty. <laughs> fatty so that's the same song. as many a Samo film. Yeah. So this is Fatty to some, like Shanty song, but like let himself go. Yeah. He's, this is probably one of those few films where he is pretty much the hero, right? Like there's not really anything about him that's like, oh, he's tragic or anything like that. He's just I, the it, hero. It's that, it, it, is, it is a very common, you know, Samo trait though, where he plays not the smartest guy, he's fairly stupid, but he's good at the martial arts mm. and he somehow gets himself mixed into stuff that's going around him when he doesn't really want to. But... He's the respected guy in whatever group that he's in. Every he's like the leader of the group. He's he's the mo of 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 the pay cabs. I just I I think it was more like Samo's. If if you put Fist of the North Star halfway through the the movie, uh, this is the anime version. Um, the Fist of the North Star finds um this other guy who's really good at martial arts, trying to find his sister, who was kidnapped by the the main dude. And he's got all these powers and is really strong, but he's not as strong as like the main one. And I think Samo's character is a lot like that guy. He's the guy who he's like better than average, but he's not the super super like. Mm. I don't know because the only one that actually beats him is is the old master in the gambling house. La Kalung, yeah. La Kalung, in um. Was it La Kalun? Yeah, in the gambling house in this so, film. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he's the only one that, that beats him. And I think it made a point that he was, up until that point in the movie, he was being too big for his britches and he got taught a lesson by the old master. He got humbled. humbled. And then he was humbled. <laughs> Jinx. Yeah. And then from that point on in the film, he acted more appropriately Got together with Ping, the girl that he was chasing, etc. Ping is uh, Nina Lee Chi, who is Jet Li's wife now. So Nina Lee Chi Lee, I think. Um, and, <laughs> Lily. Yeah, she's been around for a while. Lillian. She's been in quite. A, she's a love interest in a lot of films, um, probably because she's got massive boobs. Who was the other one? <laughs> the the the, the prostitute. Yeah. Do you know Scott? You got it in front of you. Ah uh, yes. Um, sorry. Um, give me a sec. I, I lost it. Uh, Maria Cordero also makes a cameo in this movie. Yes, she is uh, Samo Hung's mum or auntie. Auntie, yeah. Yeah. And so she puts a whooping on him. It's uh, Fanny Yuen. All right, so this is a new segment which is going to be um, for all. We're going to throw a lot of respect. How about a new segment you're talking to the microphone? Uh, I am, aren't I? <laughs> am I not? Um, a new segment we're going to is respect for women. Who is the hottest? <laughs> Who is the hottest of all the women? Fanny Yuen's character was pretty good and she acts, she acts pretty hard. Yeah. Her character was built up. I mean, she she and Max Mock, who are two uh, star-crossed lovers, kind of make the heart of this film. Really, this is what the film's about. They really gave it like that dramatic push, didn't they? He really went for like, you know, the tears and the, I mean, love. And then they, spoiler, die tragically. But they did, uh, that's the thing I love about this film is they did that fairly well. Like I didn't feel too cheesed out by it and I actually felt myself kind of look at them going oh that is really sad I felt cheesed out the first bit when they first get together and find it because I'm like what the what the hell is this why do I need this why bit? do you need this and then there's a such a big gap and then it comes back to it later I'm like 
did that need to be that far away from the bit where they start, you know... Yeah, the pacing's a little bit all pacing. over. It kind of works out. They should have just focused on the Samo and then had that bit like immediately prior to them getting together. And I thought it would have worked a little bit better. Well, they tried to put the Samo and Ping's love story as well as Max Mock and Fanny's love story. But their love story makes no sense. Which one? The Max, Max Mock and. Yeah. It, well, that, they're just young kids. Well, yeah. It's like, oh, just pick a, pick up this random girl and give her a ride in, in the pedicab, right? And, oh, it rains, cutesy. And then nothing for literally yeah. 40 like minutes. Maybe could be a scene where they're like, they're nudging her. What about that girl you picked up? No, no, no. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think you, you sort of simplified that a bit too much. Like. Well, I, I know they were trying to show like the, yeah, they all both like each other. He, 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 he bought her some shoes and they're stuff. They're cute. It was cute. And it went on for too long. It was about eight or nine minutes worth. But the thing that was annoying to me was that was that. And then there's like 40 minutes of movie before we even come back to mm. them. Yeah. Two characters at all. Well, at all. One of the things I want to say before I get back into that is this movie did surprise me because in the beginning you think, oh, this is a another almost a comedy when it's the beginning scenes. Yeah, the tone's very, yeah. And then it switches. And I really like how well they did it. Um like how it's it went deep. It went even at one point we all all of us at one stage said, "Wow, this is this is not your average kung fu movie." So yeah, like the turns. first twenty minutes was two weird kind of stories getting mashed together, like a, a series of stories. But the one thing I think, Mike, you, you, what you what you're missing with this stuff is when you find it, this should make more sense when you find out about her background. She's a prostitute. This guy um, accidentally hit her, and he was like, "Oh, I'm so I'm so sorry." Puts her in the back, takes her for a drive. Says it's free. He accidentally runs over her shoes. He's like, "Oh no, look, I'll I'll, I'll fix these." He buys her a new pair of shoes. She's used to guys coming in, doing the business, and walking and not acknowledging her. She's just a piece of meat. Literally. You're underselling when you say he hits her. He slammed into her with a bike, <laughs> and she goes flying like that was. Ooh. That's my new pickup line. I'm just gonna run into people now on a bike. Oh, it was pretty hardcore. <laughs> the hits in this movie are like probably one of the most visceral hits I've seen. See that, I think you'll read too much into the switch that they try to play on it. So the, the switch itself is they make her out like proper girl going to the temple to pray and get a fortune and, and whatever, prissy, prissy. And then they try and do a, the jarring twitch at switch where, oh my God, she's actually a whore. And it's it's trying to, you know, give the... <gasps> Didn't and you see that coming, did this? you? Really? You know, it was it was focused on the big switch up for that, and then despite that, I'm still going to fall in love with you, star-crossed lover yeah. thing that they threw into the mix. My only, no, my only thing. Somebody would, disagrees with you, Michael. Yeah, they're, they're already commenting. <laughs> <laughs> no, shut they, up, internet. Shut, <laughs> shut up. Shut up. That's Christian just texting you. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> And I don't have a problem with the way you're reading it and not that I don't get the, you know, get that part of it. It was just more how he set it. And it took a while to come back it, to it. I always forgot about it. It took too long to come back to it. It was just too long it's in like, between. Oh, yeah, those two, yeah. You know what's funny is like we're the Asian action cast and this movie, the takeaway is that it's a romantic tragedy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're talking about, we're out of fucking action. No, no action. This is this is a good point. That's how much it was. The tale of two movies, wasn't it? Yeah. One, but literally half of the movie is the romance stuff, and then he's crammed good fight scene in the front, 
great fight scene at the end. And what are we talking about? Like four, five fight scenes? Yeah. Well, if you face, if you look at it this way, the first fight scene was basically um, Eric Sung getting the shit kicked. Well, what was the CMFU going against Andy Baxter? By it. flipping down, uh, flipping down some pretty high um, <laughs> stairs there. That was a fucking good stunt. That was. I a don't think it was stunt. him though. Uh, you saw him. Uh, uh, you saw him at the bottom, but I thought it was just camera trick. So when he when explain he f- the stunt, explain the stunt, explain the stunt. He, uh, there's a giant group or two groups one of the pedicab drivers the other of of the cab drivers trying to um they're getting in a fight in a um like a restaurant up the top because they're trying to settle their dispute of who's stealing whose customers and so forth they get into biffs over random comedic elements and eric sung's in the background as a chef with a cleaver and he's getting angry at a cat hence our cat reference earlier um and the cat runs away and he chases him with the the cleaver and that sets off the whole gangs to fight each other and then towards the end they finally realize that it was eric sung that set them off and then he runs away from all of them to get away from them he's at the top of a two-story flight of stairs with a balcony sort of in between like the flight down to one and then flight to the bottom and he flips from the top down to the flight and then down to the floor below it's done in two stage shot so the first stage is him flipping down to the flight now, that's the point where I don't think it was him coming down. Good stunt, whoever was Good doing it. Good stunt, whoever did it. And then he, the person that's there tumbles down to the bottom as well and lands on their feet at the bottom. Now, the overhead shot at the bottom is Eric yeah. with his feet planted clearly. Because he kind of runs away and goes, Ooh. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't me, it wasn't me. But as I say, just because of the way they had to do the shot, they didn't do it in one full motion. They yeah. had the two angles. It just felt to me like they had the stuntman go over and then Eric was at the bottom. It probably wasn't Eric. Can I go sidebar here? Yeah, side away. Because Wikipedia is the uh, source of information here. There's a quick little uh, section here I want to read. It's called Availability. <laughs> Long out of print on VHS and LD, Laserdisc, it is now... Cu- <laughs> Thanks, Scott. It is now currently, brackets, when available on DVD through Warner Archive. Citation needed. Wow. So you cannot get <laughs> so this on that, Blu-ray? That's, that's uh, questionable. You can't get this on Blu-ray or? Nope. Yeah, wow. See, it's it's some of these movies, yeah, they they just never transition it's to It's a shame because it's, it's very copies. good. It is a great film. And Citation Needed. Citation. It's great, Citation Needed. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes the DVD copies are just um, a straight rip from the Laserdisc mm. version as well because they used to do Laserdisc so, so much in the 90s VCD of the Hong Kong movies calm down Scott that's crazy do you actually on a a separate note here do you guys actually know anybody that went nah not VHS beta and then nah not DVD laser disc no no I do what was the alternate Blu-ray HD DVD or something like that yeah that's right we know Dennis our uncle had a a laser, a laser disc player, and I laughed at him. We actually had the Star Wars trilogy on um, laser, laser disc, disc. and jokes now it's on worth us. fucking bolt yeah, money. Yeah. <laughs> like, damn it, he was beyond his time. I know. But so, laser disc, yeah. Out of this first battle royale fight scene, you guys want to do a quick recap and just pick out your favorite moments? Anybody want to start? Yeah, oh. my my favorite moment in the the battle royale was um, Samo's fighting a bunch of people across three sets of tables. Oh yeah, and he does. A spin across one, then he, then his he- head's on the second one, and he does a turn while he's flipping. While he's flipping, and then the third one flips off and and kicks the dude in the head. I thought it was I was good because he, 
he went across all three tables, but he did the twist in the middle, which was impressive to me to just throw something different. (laughs) That was very cool. My favorite bit is when uh, there's the big massive standoff and they're having an argument and they, uh, they said, you know, like if you take all of our jobs, what are you supposed to eat? And the, uh, the bartender guy walks past and goes, Steam buns, like pork buns, and everybody Boot. beats the shit out of it. <laughs> they throw his buns in the air and they kick the shit out of him. What a waste of food. Yeah. I yeah, that's my funny. favorite bit too. I'm going to have to go over that. I, um, I, I, mine's the bit just before they start fighting it. Samo is late to this meeting. He runs upstairs, jumps over the, the barrier, and he only just makes this barrier because his foot clips it just as he goes over. And he sits down, and they all sit. Like they all put their leg up on the chair at the same time. They all sit the same way. Like, um, what's that streetcar name design? You know, <laughs> yeah, the click of the fingers. Yeah, like, and they just like it's just so well done. Like, and they just like so it does nonchalant, just like no. Also, you have stolen our jobs. It it was immediately preceded by the worst Samo cinematography shot I've ever seen of his ass cheeks flipping <laughs> oh. from one side to the other as he was, was pedaling the pedicab up the street. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to mention that. <laughs> I thought I thought that the choreography here was really good because they, there, there was each of them had their own little fight, so they had a, like a little story to tell. And I thought that every time they would have like a couple of hits here, like boom, 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 and then they would punctuate it with like Samo kicking somebody in the midsection, and they go flying into a table. And there were a couple of fights where they do that and then they move to like a different pair. Oh, and there was also Mang Hoi's lightsaber fight. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was great. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they, so these two guys grabbed halogens from... Yeah, grab two halogen lights that are still plugged in and they're using it like lightsabers. And they throw the lightsaber hum over the top of it. <laughs> Skywalker sound's going to sue. And then um, <laughs> they, they grab the bit where the, the cord is plugged in and they both get electrocuted. Yeah, which with, is exactly with, what would know, happen. The drawn-on blue lightning. <laughs> yeah, that was great. That was really good. They had a, a, a few like comedic moments, and the actual fights themselves. Lots of tables being thrown around everywhere. Lots of this- um, impact, <laughs> like flying into tables. Did you feel like in in some of these shots, because um, obviously Samo doing the kicking ass, it felt like he was actually connecting with a number of the stuntmen. I reckon oh, yeah. he connected in every single <laughs> hit that he did in this film. Because just... you can usually tell when he pulls it, but it felt like he was de- almost deliberately knocking them. It's going, you don't know how to be a stuntman. Smack. What are you going to do? What are you well, going to yeah. do? I'm the star. Smack. Samo asks you, he's like, I'm going to kick you for real, UK. Yeah, of course, Samo. Can we also mention what company made this film oh yes it was the bong 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 film company <laughs> golden harvest except there was a what the other production company bojo bojo bojon bojon yeah yeah i think he just changed it afterwards to boho because that's how he goes that's his production company so okay i well, think you can pronounce the j as an h as well well no might, it maybe it just evolved into boho but yeah there was one of the little gem in that fight sentence when they're all fighting and Samo's got some guy on the ground and he kicks him in the stomach and says, we all need to stop. We need to stop. And he kicks him again. No, we he need to stop. That too. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. the camera pans out so they're all really slow down and he still just puts another boot to the guy. We need to stop. This is making us all losers. A very, very well done fight scene. Obviously to establish that Samo is a very good fighter and the best of all the pedicab drivers. Um, and really, that, that, like after that, you then go into like a slice of life like movie. But the next fight scene that's memorable um, is when we switch plot-wise a little bit further down and um, the brothel owner gangster guy is has just finished um, topping off one of his henchmen and get one, oh, of, yeah. one of his um, 
Master Five is Master Five the brothel owner. Master Five's the brothel owner, yeah. So he's he's topped off one of his own henchmen because he got one of the um, whores pregnant, and he's walking down the street and he happens to bump into Ping, um, and makes advances and obviously Samo comes in and stops the advances and uh, they end up chasing, chasing him on his pedicab, um, with. Uh, ping behind him and they're driving a car ramming the pedicab and they go through the crosstown chase with a oh, couple of the, you know the false turns and um there's one point where there's like a slanted um retaining wall and they literally force the cab up onto the retaining wall he's pedaling the cab as the car's pushing it along it's, in a, a great shot because it, it yeah. looks like it's done for like in real time they haven't yeah, sped yeah. it up and this is a car like you know, like you get a, a leg stuck somewhere, and it's like oh, you drag just... you under, yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, it's and it nuts. wasn't a, it was it was a, a solid you know thirties type car as well, yeah. So Master Five is a guy called John Shum, and um, still alive, and he's the biggest dick, <laughs> biggest dick. The guy oh, in the movie, the most in the movie, yeah. Is he the gold teeth man? Yes, yeah. that's Master Five. It says here, whilst known primarily for his comedic acting roles in Hong Kong cinema, he also spent time as a political activist. Oh. And, and he was also in Yes, Madam. Oh. Mm. Yeah, is he, he's definitely been... Is he the alarm years. clock in uh, Million Dollar Errors? Like one of those crazy guys in the, in the room? Uh, citation needed. Citation needed. <laughs> that's <my favorite. laughs> that's going to be our favorite phrase now. <laughs> Ba-boom. <laughs> Possibly, because as, as, you know, they're he's, all in each other's productions for he's fun. Arrogant, and he's arrogant. He's sniveling. He's Weasley. He killed that guy. And it's like... Oh. I want to see him cop it. It's like the the bad guy in the most recent Rambo movie. Like, I want to oh, see him yeah. cop it. That so was one, one thing I wanted in in this was he's got these gold teeth. Um, you know the row of about five at the top. His grill. Uh, yeah, his grill. I wanted Samo to like punch or smash it in, and him to do the old spitting out the gold teeth. Kick him out. Uh, that would have just been the icing on the cake for me in the the takedown. Now there's two notable henchmen with um with the old gold teeth. Yes. One is our uh, is a mainstay on the Asian action cast. He's Asian Drago, <laughs> um, and the other one is um, Billy Lau, Billy Chow, Billy Sorry, Chow, Billy Chow, Billy Lau also in this movie. Yes, Billy Lau. Yes, <laughs> all the Billys are in this movie. This guy, Asian Drago, I, I forget who it is. He was in uh, Yes, Madam. I think. Oh, yeah, he was in Yes, Madam with Cynthia Rothko. <laughs> mm. um, and hey, you leave my future wife alone. <laughs> Uh, I haven't seen him in that much, so I assume that he's not. You know. Is this this guy, um, Xiao Ho? It may be Xiao Ho. All right, let's just. Uh, yeah, how about you Xiao me his picture, and I'll see if you know if it's Xiao. Uh... No, I don't think so. No, oh, we'll get back to you on that one. Billy Chow is, uh, as always, a perfect villain. Um, Dick Way surprisingly doesn't play a villain in this film. Dick Way, he plays the henchman who uh, knocks up the whore. And Lao Kalung kind of is the old wise. He's amazing. <laughs> he, he is so amazing. Because, well, let, let's set this up. So they have this uh, pedicab car chase scene, right? And where it ends is the pedicab gets pushed into a gambling den. And that's where Master Five says, oh, they're fucked now. They're in a gambling den. I'll leave you to it. And that's when Samo's trying to say, look, didn't want to cause any trouble. Oh, is that something making noise out there? We have fans, y'all. Yeah, Halloween is still coming. Still coming. Um, so they, they get in this gambling den and Samo punches a few guys. And he says, look, sorry, didn't mean any, any trouble. And that's when they bring out the boss, which happens to be Lao Ka Lung. 
Uh, Lau Ka Leung obviously being the old guard, making those old Hong Kong films, those old action films. And, uh, and of course, there's a challenge. It's a, it's a fight off. And I did like a couple of the, uh, the moments in here where Sammo very clearly is making fun of old school action movies and old school Kung Fu because he's like, you with all your fancy hands and your stances. <laughs> um, and then... Eddie Ma. Eddie Ma is... Uh, I just looked at that too. <laughs> Damn it. That's, Asian. The guy That's Asian Drago. Asian Drago. Yes, he was in Yes, Madam. Because uh, he looks like Ivan Drago. Also, from- the last movie he's in, 1996, is called Mr. Mumbles. Mr. Mumbles. All right, that's our next. Uh, that will be on the Asian cast next week. Yeah, he's a good-looking guy. So Lao Ka Leung obviously is from the old guard, and and Sammo Hung represents the new kickboxing style. And the two styles fight each other really well, surprisingly. And I, I think they do well to uh, meld the old kung fu style, which is a lot of stance work and all of that, with the new kinetic energy and fast pace fighting that Sammo does, and it works very well. Yeah, the, these two have a really cool fight, and it, it seems when they're hand to hand, it's like um, uh, Master gets one, Samo Hang gets one, and they go back and forth. And it seems like it's almost dead even until uh, Samo gets pushed through like this this frame of of, of bamboo sticks, and that's yeah. when they both pick up a, a weapon. All the architecture in Hong Kong is made of bamboo sticks, in case that there is ever going to be a fight. <laughs> And then Samo seems to struggle when it comes to the weapons in this fight. He does. Because but, uh, but it's like, uh, at the end, it's like, oh, I respect you, bro. Yeah, yeah. Well, they become best buddies and they give each other a good ribbing. Like, you know, Lao Kalung says, you know, if you're ever in trouble, don't, don't come, come see me. <laughs> <laughs> you want to lift? Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically what Samo says. Now, yeah. I know we're not a visual podcast and I apologize, but can you have a look at this photo of Chung Fat and describe his face or... Say what this face is saying. So Chong Fat, famous uh, fighter, uh, actor, stuntman, Chong Fat, who I uh, fondly call Cracker Fat. That, that photo of me says, ah! Chong Fat's face is a mixture of surprise, wonder, bemusement, <laughs> and dentistry because his teeth are just immaculate. On point. They are He kind of looks like um, Dudley from Street Fighter. Dudley from Street Fighter. Ah! Um, Sorry, carry on. Citation needed. Chong Fat... <laughs> Chung Fat, citation needed, is a, uh, he's in this film not very long, but he is one of the bad guy's henchmen. Mm. Um, and, you know, like he, he looks like a bad guy. He's got a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> about to say that, that. That's what you need. Yeah. He's terrible. <laughs> but this, this, actually, this fight scene with uh, Lao Ka Lung is probably my favorite in the whole film, just because it's, it's very well done. Lao Ka Lung's doing hangar. Um, Samo Hung is doing like balletic. Kickboxing. You could almost cut it out because it doesn't really add that much to the story, but it's really, really good. So I'm glad they kept it in there. I was hoping that um, Lao Kaling would show up later to be like, hey, man, remember you when want we... a tag team? Yeah. I was like, double dragging this shit. Yeah. That, <laughs> actually, that would have been a better payoff instead of Hang Moy. Mang, Mang, Mang Hoi. Sorry. Mang Hoi. Yoon too. Yoon too. <laughs> well, speaking of, um, we've talked about the bad guys. Now, and take the awesome foursome that is Samo and his gang, the main four people. There's Samo. There's Max Mock. Max Mock. I was about to say that. Don't, don't you? And there was. This is your cue. Yoon too. You too. Uh, yeah. And there was also the. Bono uh, and the Edge. Yes, they were. There in was it. also poor man's Carl Macker. <laughs> I don't know who, who's who's the poor Carl Macker. This guy was the the bald head. The sort of the the brother that's kind of a bit making things awkward. What's that? his name? Lao Lo Kunting. So that's terrible. So there's one guy that we got. Our main main hero is is malted 
Malted Candy? Yeah, that's Max Marcus. That's Max Marcus. Malted, <laughs> Weird nicknames. Yeah, so he's malted, He's the one that gets with the, the prostitute. What's Mang Hoy's nickname? It's a funny name. Egg curry or something, isn't it? Oh, rice, rice pudding. pudding. <laughs> rice pudding. <laughs> His so, wife calls him that. So he's married to this this uh, this lady, and they have four kids. With another on the way? With it. No, I don't think they had another one on the she way. Always she, always like, baby, baby. she always has the baby on the back. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, and like so she, he, he's got four kids, rice pudding, and she, she's actually a pretty cool chick in this film, I'll give her that. Um, and there's a scene where at the end where like um, malted candy and um, what's, what's his girlfriend or his wife's name? Tung Shu? Shu Shu. Shu Shu. Close enough. She gets, Shoo, yeah, they both right. get like killed and then he's, they're about to go off and she yells out from a window, rice pudding! Because all, all during this, this fight, she's like, hey, protect us, protect us. Yeah, because he's got to look after his wife and his kids, right? And he's always, he was always hanging back. And he, he goes out to help him and, and he's too late, he can't do anything and she just yells out from the window, rice pudding! He goes, and then his time he goes, you've got kids, you better do it. And she goes, I'll be fine! Go get them. I, mean, I think everyone in this room just went, cool wife. Cool wife. Like normally in a lot of these movies, a larger girl is played for, for laughs and she makes uh, a good showing of herself because she fights. Yep. And she's like, go get them. And he's like, yeah. They don't really make much of the fact that she is a larger girl, which I appreciated. Mm. It's just it's like, oh, your wife's so big or anything. I mean, she, she crushes that guy. Oh, yeah. So I guess you can say they did, but citation did. <laughs> <laughs> but she, she makes a good showing for herself. I appreciate that. Yeah. Like, yeah, she did a good job. All the girls, I think, did a really good job in this film. Yeah. All three um, of them. Yeah, well, yeah. The, well, no, because there was all the well, other girls. Yes, there was the girls in the bakery. Yeah, but it's a bro, it's a bro film. It's about Samo and his bros. And I, I don't think we can, we can go any further until we mention... Um, Fat Jackie Chan. Um, oh, the old man. Yeah, the baker. Like the baker. Um, I How have creepy is this guy? This is a creepy part of the film. Master Fung. I have a theory that Jackie Chan traveled in time forward and brought his old ass back to make this film. So this is uh, Sun Yu, who passed away in 2018, and he's done like 189 films. Wow. So. I feel like he, he was important in this film, but they could have cut him out as well. In a well, they, they just put him on too long. They could have made that whole story just a little bit shorter. Yes. See, his yeah, main yeah. thing is he wants to get with Ping. And basically, he, in the beginning, it seems a little bit creepy because he's sort of... Ping's making these... Were they wraps? These Some kind of... Thing? They're crepes. They're like crepes. Crepes. And he's just... He's Baker and he's sort of looking at me watching. And every time she makes this movement, her breasts are jiggling and he's like... When, when I saw that, I was like, this is going to go Wong Jing. But it didn't really. <laughs> no. And, and he's like, then he tries to, he's escorting her because, you know, she's going to take a pay to the bank and, and all, trying to be nice. And he, he's, he's like, he, he probably would be a gentleman. Like, he just, he does try, care for her, but she creepy. sees him more as like a, an uncle. Father figure. Yeah. That's, that's, that, which is fair enough, right? She's a young girl. She wants young. Samo hung, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it says we're almost the same age. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I mean, she she and um, uh, Su Chu, I don't know what her actual, Fanny, it was Fanny. Fanny. Yeah. So that, they kind of form the love interest for the film and they kind of drive the actions of, of most of the guys, really. It's funny, like, in this, there's no real, I don't, I don't see any real um, main character in this. They all just sort of like rotate. Like, at one point you think, oh, Samo must be the main character, but then it focuses back to Malted. Candy and 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 um P- uh, not Ping and uh, Tushu, and you know it, it's it's Just really say well- Fanny. You're not going to get that name right. Uh, tissue, <laughs> Fanny. Tissue, yeah. Tissue, <laughs> tissue, yes, tissue, and 
And like it just to me it seems like it's really um yeah, it doesn't actually focus on this one like obviously in the end I guess it's Samo and, and you two but um it's oh, sorry uh Samo and rice pudding but yeah. Rice pudding's more of a a he doesn't do much, yeah. He's the I bumbling thought, sidekick. Yeah, exactly. He, Mac, uh, Max, um, rice pudding is playing Samo's normal role as the bumbling <laughs> sidekick. Yeah, I thought right. Max Mock was the best. Like, I really liked him. I thought he was, did a good job. I think dramatically he's probably the best actor in the and movie. And uh, Fanny did a good job too. Well, well that, they acting. were playing the dramatic parts yes, with the star-crossed lovers and, and, he, he, and the, the good death fighting, but yeah. and the crying. Yes. Well, this is this fighting, crying is my new movie. It was at this point, I think, where the movie turned. Uh, it was when um, the dramatic twist that you're talking about, Mike, where you've got um, what's that guy's love? Uh, the discount Carl Macker. The discount Carl Macker. He. He wants to meet all the girlfriends and he's like, yeah, yeah, you know, like you guys are all... We'll get together tomorrow and have dinner, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. all hooking up uh, and I'm going to go see a lady tonight and of course he's going to go see a prostitute. Lowell K. Low, aka Low Kung Ting. He's got a Lowell Low. What's, what's the easiest name I can say? Just Lowell. Low. Lowell. Lowell. He did it for the Lowells. Low Kung Ting. Low Kung Ting. And basically, the long story short, he goes out, has, you know, we find out through this scene that... um. Fanny is a uh, prostitute, and that um, she owes some money for something, but we don't know. To, to, well, to, to, master, to, to master five or whatever. I don't really yeah. know what. Um, like a hundred bucks she's got left. She's sort oh. of like, she, she wants to be with um, uh, Malta Candy, and is like, because she's talking to the other girls, and she's like, yeah, I really like this guy. I'm, I think this is it. You know, I'm gonna, I might have to leave. I'm not going to be doing this anymore. They go out to dinner, and obviously... He sees her and she's like, oh. And awkward. Very like, awkward. What's wrong, bro? Tell he, us, we're they, they played it up for a while, didn't they? Of Will he tell? Won't he tell? He was trying to hold it in, but he just had right, just right. enough. Let's just take a moment because I'm very interested in this, how this plays out in real life. If this were you, imagine that you guys are uh, uh, discount Carl Macca. Let's face it, it'll be me. <laughs> you've, just, you've just gone to a brothel. You've slept with this girl and then you go to dinner and you find out, holy crap, your bro, this is your bro's girlfriend. That's just all right. So one of you just pick your wives who you think you can do it, and <laughs> no, 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 let's not go there. Would, would <laughs> you do? Not it? Go there. Would we do? Just say yes or no. Would you tell your bro that this what had happened? To be honest with you, I'd, it, it, I'd have to not recognize. You'd if have I, to if not I, recognize. If I went to one tomorrow and I didn't recognize it was yours or yours or Nathan's or yours. I'd be like, yeah, but you don't know in in this scenario. You don't know them if, ahead if of I time. If I didn't know, it'd be business as usual. If I went out to dinner, the no, next no, day, th- not the question is would you do it with them, but the question <laughs> is would you tell your bro that oh she I saw her she was at Langtree's <laughs> or wherever it is that you saw. I'd like to think I had the class not to say it across the not table at dinner. Jesus, right? Yeah, can we agree on that? Well, you wouldn't say it at dinner. I mean, would it I be would, any, any I'd different? Probably pull you aside and say, look. Do you know? Would it be any different if, like, say I was dating someone and we slept together a few times and we broke up and then a couple months later or a day later, you started going with this girl and you're like, what's the difference? I think that is a lot different because they're doing it, like, as as a prostitute, they're doing it for a job. A few times a day. A few times a day. Every day. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say it over dinner. I'd be like, "Hey, bro, just letting you know in case it gets weird." I, I don't know. That's a weird thing. Who cares? Like, just uh, well, I mean, you say that, but it's like stigma if you, of 
you know, yeah. the, the, the 30s, right? Well, let, wait, wait till after dessert. <laughs> Well, let me put it this way. Would you have married your wives? Let's not get into that. Yeah, let's not get into that. If you found that out. I don't know. Who knows? It doesn't, it, yeah. Yeah, so I, I think we can all agree I that. I think the stigma of that is, is different that, now. That was what they were using, though. The stigma of, mm. yeah. of what her job was yeah. as well to advance the story. And then they had a the little bit of fun of him getting drunk and then pretending he was, you know, dead to... To uh, get her to say the true feelings, that was all the little comedy romance stuff that they threw in the middle, which was almost part of the separate movie. Leads into the brothel owner trying to, oh, essentially murdering them. Well, for, they buy they because to get married, they buy her out, right? They buy her out, and then the the owner who didn't know that the buyout happened until afterwards, then seeks revenge to kill the both well he's got to keep it real as a pimp right like he's <laughs> pimping it yeah. yeah to be honest with you I really didn't know how this this story was going to play out because if it was me I, I, I'd probably be like um, uh, multi-canny so I wouldn't freak out and do the whole restaurant yeah, thing yeah multi-canny and Samuel were like what and they flipped out and were slapping and throwing drinks I, I, like I, Jesus I, calm down multi-canny please I, I personally wouldn't care myself um, that's just me but I mean, it's it's um. I think he was so innocent, and it was such a shock to him to he find was like, out. I couldn't even hold your hand. That, yeah, that was <laughs> that was the juxtaposition of the earlier part against that part of her role. That was they were trying to throw you off because they presented her in a certain light in the first bit, and then did the switch up mm. with, with her being really a whore, and that was that was what they were going for. But as I said, it, it just. Well, it takes it takes Nina Lee Chi yeah. to kind of say she's like, "Hey, we're bakers. What's the fo- what's the difference? What's you know? the difference? Like, yeah. if I had a you bit of misfortune, I could be in her shoes, kind you, of thing. You're not yeah. exactly doing the the Lord's work here. You're just pedicab drivers. Screw you guys. And it's like, oh yeah, yeah I guess we're fucking. Well, that, that's the thing low. too that I was gonna bring out. Like this whole movie does that. It does like, um, that's why I was saying like myself, I wouldn't care. They, being that this is a a, a movie of that time. It could have went several ways because we've seen a lot of movies where they do stick with the judgment. They go, no, nah, that's it. Gone. Yeah. And then there's other times when they've done it this way, you know, so it's... Well, there's the other way where Samo beats her up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, look, I, that's I mean, most ways with his movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's face, yeah, let's face it. Most of Samo Hunt. So, I really, I, I really appreciate that because that was... Um, they they learned a lesson. Sorry? They learned a lesson. Yeah, they did. Not, they not got to, humbled. Not to judge. You don't know anyone. They added yeah. some morals to the story you said. Well, okay, so they were humbled, right? But I think it would have hit home a bit more if they didn't stick to the fact that the dirty whore and her lover were killed <laughs> in the movie. Well, you need some motivation for him to go and kick, uh, they kick didn't need uh, to number kill fives, him. but... Jesus. That I mean, was like, so horrific. To be honest with you, like the, I, really, I really appreciated uh, Goldtooth's... Um, Character to it because it's realistic. Yeah, he's just making money. Yeah, yeah you know, he, he doesn't give a rat's. It's all about she's doing it. Real pimp, you know, you, you, you don't leave until I say, which is like never, and keep making that dollar dollar bill, Joel. And it, it makes his death all the more satisfying. He is a reprehensible human being. And he, he does things like he says, Well, what does he say at the beginning of the film when he kills Dick Way? And then the, his wife's just had a baby, and he's like, "If it's back a boy, to the shop, yeah. yeah, back to the shop. If it's a, if it's a boy, drown it. If it's a oh, girl, break yeah, it into yeah. the brothel. You it's know? horrible. <laughs> like that's a sniveling prick. Uh, mm. And I think that's what I appreciate more about them learning not not learning the lesson, but being humbled and and going that way in this film is because 
Goldtooth is so bad. Like he's just like, just does not care, and is just like the the guy you want to beat up. And if Samo and that had gone that way, you know, you'd be like, you know, party is like, yeah, bro, give it to that girl. You know, you don't need her. And the other part, like, dude, you know, this this is it. You got to be, you know, you don't want to end up like this guy. You know, so yeah, I'm really glad they sort of had that little because it did. It I think all of you can. It, admit that it did make you sort of go yeah you know good 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 call funny scene afterwards is um max mock is getting drunk because he's so upset and like calm down and they come down by beating the shit out of him in the <laughs> rain that was so funny <laughs> you're too drunk smash smash <laughs> they're holding him back and it was sam it's always samo comes up and just fucking haymakers him right in the gut <laughs> you're too drunk settle down crunch i imagine that's how samo changes the channel too <laughs> <laughs> tv <laughs> Fucking uppercuts the TV. What a maniac. Guess he's... <laughs> <Guess> he's controller. <laughs> oh, I like this show. Come on. Uh, yeah. I did appreciate at the end scene, I always um, really appreciate when Samo does athletic moves yeah. for his stature and his size. He does um, this one flip over the balustrade mm-hmm. on the stairs and then across um, the... It's like two in a row. Like, like a cartwheel-esque. Yeah, down and then down the, the stairs landings. It, it was so fluid in the motion as he was doing it as well and smooth, like in one take, like flip, flip, flip. You know, I, I, was, I was over here. What are you talking about? I have to say, I, I really love a um, like a, uh, a clandestine break-in scene, right? Which is what the end scene is because they've killed yep. Max Mock and his girlfriend uh, yep. through a horrific knifing uh, where a lot of people get injured. And Samo and Manghoi are casing this joint and they're going to the, the big bag, you know, Tango and Cash style. They're breaking into this mansion. And, uh, and there are a couple of times where Samo just sneaks up behind someone, fucking just elbows their head, like off their feet. And these, I, I bet these, these stuntmen just the, really took it. He did the, it. Um, the full roundhouse to the first guy with the cigarette. Oh. Like, bam. In the head. And it, and it, as it was part of the littering of, of felt real kinetic hit to the actual stuntman like cop that full hit to the head oh. so this last thing we're alluding to is um billy and jimmy breaking into the the double dragon <laughs> complex here to get the girl you know it's, it's like payback time yeah it's, it's so good it's so good and they're just like he's really kind of going from bit to bit to bit and just taking guards out funny scene where everybody's kind of eating at a table and they will get up except for um billy chow billy chow and then we're kind of chewing. You <laughs> so don't interrupt chow time. Come on. Uh, <laughs> uh, so he's beating the shit out of him. They're spitting out rice and shit. It's great. Yeah, I, I appreciated that because like Samo licks his lips. Like, I could but do. like uh, you're right. Samo hung um, for his stature. Pulls off some amazing like, and and it's it's really like what I know about um like was this Hong Kong or China when they Hong Kong Hong Kong Macau. Oh, okay, I sent Macau. Yeah, oh, is it set in Macau? I missed that. that. Is the gambling haven set in Macau. Of, yeah. okay. of the China. Probably filming. Yeah, because like, they, they have this thing against like overweight people. But Samo Hung, like, I reckon he had a secret joy when he did all these movies, like pulling these movies off and just saying, like, yeah, make me lose weight. You know, just. You know. <laughs> His doctor's like, you were two days away from death, Mr. Hung. I'm going to do that flip scene anyway. But There's yeah, like, I, just, I, I appreciate, like, it just shows that. You know, if you put the time and, and talent in, you can you can do any th- these things. And like, I really think Samo pulls it off really, really well. You don't, I, have, to, you don't have to be skinny and shredded to pull off all the flips. He's, he's and he's, yeah, he's 
But I, I think it, the one thing about it is it it makes you like you just look at this and you go, oh, he, he'll never do it. But when you look at it and you actually watch it, you go, you know what? Don't judge a book by its cover. Look at this man. Oh yeah. You know, like yeah. Any anyone who ever says to me like you know, um, oh, you, if overweight people can't do this and can't do that, I just say first thing I say to them, I'm hung straight out. Yeah. Just like um in his movies because he always always is the get hit and come back from it fighter. Yeah. He's never like the I'm just completely perfect. He always gets the left eye, you know, black with the the full puffed makeup up. puffed up and a little bit. It's like always that side for some reason. Like is it like that's my best side. Yeah. And take that, you Well, know. it's kind of like, I think about it as the same way as like, you, you don't see people with blood noses a lot because it's mm. not as cool to bleed from the nose as it is to bleed from they the mouth. They did have a few in this movie though, like uh, a couple of the sidekicks had the, the blood from the nose and, and so forth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When like, he kicked, or, yeah, that when he actually got the kick to the face, yeah. Billy and Chow's when he, face. Yeah, oh yeah, when he gets Billy Chow with the full kick to the face, it looks like it broke his nose oh, kind of shit. Hit. Yeah. There was one stunt in it when um, Samo's going up the stairs and a stuntman is on the stairs with him and he kicks the stuntman full in the chest and the stuntman falls down. He actually flies off about, you know, like mm-hmm. seven or eight flights of stairs and yep. lands on the ground. I was like, oh. holy shit, that is yeah. hardcore. Look nice impact from it too. Mm. And true to his word, our Master Five is a sniveling beast all the way to the end, throwing his dad under the bus, throwing Billy Chow under the bus. I love it though. Whenever he so he'll beg for his life, and then the first chance that he thinks that he might actually have the upper hand, he's <laughs> straight back into like, "Yeah, you motherfucker, you think you can take me?" <laughs> All throughout this movie, his dad, who has been looking at, who's with him, he's like belittling him. He's like, "I don't even believe you're my dad. I'm too smart to be part of you." You know all this stuff. And then at the end, it's his dad that actually has enough beats. He grabs his cane, his old walking cane, and just hits him in the back, throws him off the balcony, and he's like. In the end, when he when uh, he dies, he's just sitting there and goes, "I can't believe it's over." And he like because everyone's fallen on the ground, like you know, just and he's like, "It's over." And, and he's, he's cross-eyed for the entire movie. I don't know why. Do you reckon he really is cross-eyed? I don't see the point in making him cross-eyed, if not for the uh, fact that he was actually cross-eyed. Just some some reason to make fun of him. I think it was it was kind of like just just the character to get lowbrow comedy. Yeah, lowbrow paid out on showing him even worse he doesn't respect his elders on top of everything else he does kind of thing. I still think the best crossover I've seen in the movie is Fantasy from House. She goes real cross-eyed. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the one stunt that I probably call out to, and it didn't look that dangerous, but I think it probably was, was when his dad throws him off the balustrade and he's falling down, on, which looks to be a, a reindeer. A, yeah, yeah. And then Samo kicks the reindeer over. Out so, of the way. And he lands on the ground. So it's yep. a shit stunt because you're landing full on the ground. But if Samo didn't kick that reindeer away, even if it was made out of like soft plastic, it would have hurt like fuck. I reckon there would have been a ratchet on that one. I reckon it, um, there would have been a backup for that. Yeah, pulling that, it out of the way? Because like otherwise you'd have like, like you say, even if it was, you'd still get impaled. Yeah. <laughs> My stunt of the terrifyingly, uh, one I'm going to pick, sorry, I messed up my words, is um, Max Mock is carrying his girlfriend slash wife down the stairs Oh. And he trips, and yep. they both fall down the stairs, and she lands on her neck, and he lands. Oh man! So they they get injured for his incompetence because he's all fucked up and stabbed and slashed, and they're both oh tripped down. Yeah, it looks nasty. It looks really bad. It's not even like they got kicked; it's like they just fell, and oh man! Hail to the stunt peoples. Oh, mm. strength. <laughs> strength. Oh, 
anybody else? Stunt, stunt to the movie. My, my favorite um, killer move that Sabo did was uh, the flip knee into Billy Chow. <laughs> when he took him out so end. satisfying. I was like, yeah, that felt... Fuck you, felt Billy Chow. Yeah, fuck you, Billy Chow. <laughs> Billy, Billy Chow, Harry High Pants for the whole film. That's why he only does a couple... Of, he, that's why he does a few films like here and there because he has to recover from Sabo <laughs> jumping on his chest all the time. Exactly. Double knees. I think uh, one of my favorite... Th- I love those moments too, but one of my favorites that I can recall is in that final fight scene when Sammo's fighting at, uh, Asian Drago and... <laughs> Asian Drago is basically on his hands and knees on the floor and Samo kicks him in the head and his whole body, uh, clearly ratcheted, otherwise it would have killed him. His whole body <laughs> just gets ratcheted like almost 180 degrees and he goes flying. And I'm just like, Jesus. There's a scene um, where they're shooting from the top down where Master Five is looking over and he's holding I- uh, Asian Drago. Oh, it's, yeah. It's like he's... a decoy. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> he's Pretty like, oh, good. you're still there. Carl, come down further. <laughs> Throw. <laughs> he's like a puppet. He's like a puppet. It's funny because Asia, one of the things about I don't get is Asian Drago is like considered to be like a top henchman. And he does against the low-tier enemies like some good stuff. But then when it comes to the fight, you think, oh, he's like, you got Billy Chow waiting in the wings and this guy's going to be this like super hard boss, you know. And it's almost like that one of those scenes where Jackie fights one person and he's yes, he turns around, there's like three other guys like, oh, you know, you think that's going to happen and it's like, no, he just kicks the shit out of him. Yeah. Samo just beats the hell out of him. I think he was like a lower tier boss though, right? He's a boss, but not like... There was like the three, the three like um, sub bosses with Billy Chow at the top Mm. and Asian Drago, I feel like he was... The, the third one, he was at the bottom. And he was that, Balrog. And, um, yes. You reckon Cracker Fat's number two? Cra- Cracker Fat was number two because he, he, was, he was kicking ass in the, the initial scene when he was... Um, he, Cracker Fat was beating the crap out of... Um, oh, Dick Way. Dick Way. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, no, And he was pretty, pretty tough when he was doing that. So I thought he was kind of that little tier above. And He's moves. got mustache power. And obviously he <laughs> takes out... Yeah, that's right. He takes out rice pudding pretty easily as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. He does win that fight. Yeah. Yeah, okay. At this point in the video game, you should have leveled up a couple of levels. So. <laughs> yeah, true. It's, it's, you're, not, you're not too bad. Yeah. Uh, you're Mike Hagar here, here. Did you have a favorite stunt in the movie, Chris? Um, I'm pretty, I think I've pretty much, um, all the ones that I, I remember or, and, or talked about have been mentioned. So, um. What about, uh, is there anything in this film that you would like to try at home on someone? Double knees. Double knees <laughs> into Billy Charles' chest. I want to. I want to get better with the the uh, the old pole. Like, oh the, yeah, right. When, they, when they're doing the the intricate moves of the spinning and and ducking and weaving and stuff as they were going, that it almost. I know it was obviously stitched together, but it almost felt like one, um, you know, choreographed routine where they're just doing it for like five full minutes of spin, very spin jump, kick, move. Yeah, yeah. Not very, very pretty. Um, maybe I'd like to go to a brothel. <laughs> I was gonna say something else, but like I'm agreeing with Sam. So <laughs> if you see me at your house, you know what's going wrong. If uh, you're be for others listening, it's, that's a citation needed. <laughs> citation, citation needed. Um, that's I'll, the last time I'll say that for the show. I'll deny it. Uh, I I don't know. Um, I I would like to try um, grabbing a halogen light off and just oh, using it as a lightsaber. I guess that's underratedly funny. That's really good. Yeah, um, that is pretty good. You know what? I actually wouldn't mind riding a pedicab, like actually driving one. Oh, there was the very funny scene where um, 
uh, discount Carl Macca has to carry like a guy and some sacks <laughs> of cement or something. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, God, get up the coal road. We've all been there cycling up a hill going, God damn it. <laughs> it was very good. It was very good. If I had to do a um, pedicab, I'd, mine would look like that one from, what's that uh, movie we watched where they were singing all throughout? Tokyo and- Tribe. Tokyo Tribe. Oh yeah, and I do the the how he done up the uh, the color. Mark Shaw would have those type of mirrors. Oh and... yeah, you have chandelier like rear vision mirrors. Yeah. Actually, that that's something I didn't mention. Um, there's a quick scene where he's taking um Shushu to wherever she's got to go, Fanny. and it starts raining. And this is like it doesn't like get dark and start to spit. It just he he like he literally goes past this line in the ground and just like. Buckets of water just fall on him. might say a sun shower. <laughs> yeah. Immediately. And he's like, oh, don't worry. I'll keep you dry. And pulls his the, the pedicab's roof over. And it's got a leak in it. And he just walks past something, grabs like this tablecloth, whips it around behind him, puts it over the top of the pedicab roof, and then continues cycling. It's only a really small thing. Yeah. But it was just really, really well done. Gentlemen, yeah. what a thief actually! What a stolen stealing stuff. As uh, I really, I really appreciate because it, it was like they thought of that. It's like, like putting a jacket over a puddle, going, "Milady." Yeah, it's not your jacket; <laughs> somebody else's jacket. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what it's really like. Yeah. Can I borrow your jacket? Why are you cold? No splash. <laughs> Here's your jacket. <laughs> you keep it. That's so funny. Um. So yes, uh, and how does it end? It ends with a freeze frame freeze frame at, at the place right it's but, a weird ending because it's kind of like arguing over who's going to take their blame and they kind of shrug their shoulders <laughs> in the freeze frames <laughs> that was my favourite argument is like uh, you know are you going to take care of her but why aren't you well you know I kind of killed a few guys I don't think the police are going to let me get away with it <laughs> it was brutally honest <laughs> brutally honest I love how like because uh, like um, uh, old Jackie Chan runs up and he's like I'm here to save the day and he goes Oh, I must be late. Too late, mate. And then, like, they, he, with a giant pole as well. <laughs> he just uproots a tree on the way back. Baguette. And he goes like, "Oh, you, Samo's going. Oh, you, I'm going to go to jail." Or and he goes, "No, no, I'll take the blame for this. I did all this." And they just immediately say, "No one's going to believe you did that." Freeze frame. <laughs> Freeze frame. So just throws idiot. the pole and goes, "All right." The honor was like, "Oh, this guy who's kind of played second fiddle the whole time," and they're kind of he's like. I'll do the right thing. Like, nah, you, nah, nah, <laughs> nah, yeah. nah, nah. Freeze Mate, I yes. don't believe that. Actually, so we're going around. What do you reckon? Thumbs up, thumbs down, Scott? I'm going to say thumbs up. I was kind of thinking thumbs in the middle, but the because the, I thought the middle plot, plot was a little over, overwrought and a bit long, but I think the acting mm. was very good and the fighting was very good. So it's a thumbs up. Thumbs up, Mikey. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going overall a thumbs up. Um, same same concerns, but it won yeah. in the end. Yeah, it's like it won me over. Yeah, mm. I'm giving this a thumbs up. It combines my two fa- love two favorite things: my love of uh, people getting punched in the face and my love of brothels. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is very clearly a thumbs up for me because uh, you know what? I'm going to stick with hyperbole. I'm going to say this is probably some of the best fire teams I've ever seen committed to film because the hits were super visceral and just really well choreographed, and every hit was just. Just very, very impactful. I mean, there's a lot of movies that you, we don't hear much about, and it's like, oh, why isn't this movie uh, more pa- famous, more popular? This movie with its cast and the fighting, I'm, I'm shocked that it's not talked about in more high regard. I'd like to see it with maybe a tighter cut. You yes. know, like cut out some of the fat with a tighter cut. And it's not that long. It just feels long, though. It was kind yeah. of funny. I was, I was flicking through some of the reviews um, on just IMBD and stuff, and it was, it was very polarized. It was either like 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10, or... 
twos and and so oh, forth. Wow. And the the main comments in the the lower ones were, you know, boring love, blah 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 blah. So the the ones that really liked the action hated that part, and but the other ones loved the idea of you know meshing them together. It wouldn't so be like people on the internet overreacting. Love or hate, <laughs> exactly. Well, true, yeah. But love or hate it, essentially, yeah. it's one of those polarizing movies. What I say about the internet? They're like opinions are like assholes. Everyone's got one. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. So yeah, pedicab driver Sammo Hung. If you've got an opinion about the Asian action cast, check it out, asshole. You can email us. <laughs> yeah, am I the asshole here? No, uh, Billy Chow's going to stick his thumb in it. Billy Chow. <laughs> yes, you can get in touch with the Asian. We're your local Asian action cast. You can get in touch with us. We're real people, and we will not respond. No, we, <laughs> no, we will respond. Uh, get in touch with us. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, and Gmail actually asianactioncastgmail.com and you need to do this because you don't want me going on there and trolling you because yeah. I, I am I've been banned from so many forums it's not funny and you know we, we don't um, have a Kickstarter or a Patreon we don't need your money but appreciate your money but don't need it so if you, if you want to support <laughs> if you want to send it to us if you want to support it. leave us a review and if you're going to give us a negative review make it funny can give us one star, at least make it fun. We do need your money because Malted Candy needs to get married <laughs> and we need to help our brother out. Yeah, we, we got... already sold our pedicabs for Jane. <laughs> I don't know about these guys, but I will take your sister. Yes. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of stuff we didn't mention in this movie, uh, but um, if you can track it down, it's worth it. It's, it's very entertaining. Yes. So everybody at home, hop on your pedicabs, go out to the local store and uh, see... Pedal into fury. (laughs) Pedal into some fury. All right. right. Thanks for listening.